0: Forget about splurging on a pricey trip to the Mediterranean. Let your taste buds do the traveling instead. Dive into your favorite Mediterranean flavors and score some savings at Whole Foods Market until March 19th. Start with the perfect main course, like sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon, whole branzini, or some bone-in beef short ribs. And then pair it with the perfect wines from across the region, starting at $8.99. Of course, you must be 21. Please drink responsibly. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market.
1: Lead superfood transformed my health routine, and one of their products that I love is the Performance Mushroom, which helps boost immunity and fight stress. All organically sourced, it can be easily blended into your daily routine, be it in your coffee, smoothies, or any other favorite drink. I also love their daily prebiotic greens, which are packed with whole fruits, veggies, and vital vitamins A, C, D, and K. Enhanced with gut-friendly adaptogenic mushrooms and a natural, refreshing taste of pineapple, lemon oil, and orange oil. They're 40% more affordable than big brands, offering both a month's supply for home and single-serve sachets for when life keeps you on the move. Get yours at lairdsuperfood.com and snag 20% off your first purchase using code ONPURPOSE20 live a little bit harder today make
0: sacrifices bring back that childhood enthusiasm take steps that your friends and family think are crazy model people find something you're passionate about and spend the next two years going all after it burn the boats because the byproduct is you're gonna work anyway you're gonna be stressed anyway life is gonna throw you obstacles anyway you might as well be doing it towards something that fills your soul
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to On Purpose, the number one health podcast in the world thanks to each and every single one of you who come back every single week to listen, to learn, and to grow. And you know that my focus for you is to find guests who are fascinating, who we can tap inside the minds of, to understand new truths about ourselves, about our business, and about the world around us. Now, today's guest is someone that I've started speaking to probably about a year ago now, it feels like. We were messaging back and forth. I've been getting wonderful voice notes from him. He's got a wonderful voice, by the way. And, and every time he was sending it, we were just connecting, and I was like, oh, "I really, I really like this guy." And finally, we're together now. If you're wondering why we're in this new location and why I'm wearing like a beach shirt, and Hi. if you can see my legs, I'm sorry, but we're in shorts because we're currently in Puerto Rico uh, with Brendan Bouchard. He's doing this incredible brainstorming mastermind with a few of us. And I am so grateful for today's guest. He's a multiple New York Times bestselling author. He sold millions of books. He's been an incredible entrepreneur throughout his life when it comes to real estate, when it comes to building businesses. And now he's actually a coach sharing all that insight with so many other new, young, and seasoned entrepreneurs. It is none other than Dean Graziosi. Dean, thank you for being (laughs) here. So good to be here, man. Yeah, um, it's a pleasure. Honestly, like when we started connecting about a year ago yeah when you messaged me and we were messing back and forth and i just got this and i don't often say this but i got this warmth from you oh and I it wasn't it, it wasn't here. just flattery it wasn't stuff like that like you know it wasn't that it wasn't flattery it wasn't charm it was warmth oh, I and i feel like that's a warmth that you feel from like family or like someone yeah. who, who well, really cares it's funny
0: because when we got here i felt like
1: i had known you for such a long time yeah. and your
0: wife is amazing and, and i want to tell you and i told you this but i want everybody listening or watching to hear this you know a Uh, I don't know who said this, but a prophet's never welcome in their hometown, Mm. right? So it was, my kids are 11 and 13 and part of their daily routine that I've been pushing them to do, and it's not perfect, but I bet you it's three, four days a week is to watch five to 10 minutes of something personal growth related because, and the average kid doesn't have access to that. I didn't know it existed and you're the person I've chose for years and uh, because I can't say, go watch your dad's stuff right, <laughs> right? And, and Tony, who's a dear friend of mine, Tony Robbins is great, but he's a little big and intimidating for especially my son when he was nine and I just want to say thank you you've been a guide and a sage to them and uh, you filled their hearts and for that I loved you before I knew you because of that. so <laughs> so thank you and it's a pleasure to be here.
1: No, absolutely I'm very very humbled to hear that and I'm, and I'm grateful <laughs> that my work's useful and I'll have to show them, my kids your videos because yeah, exactly. my kids well. Yeah, like dad, you
0: take out the garbage yeah. And mom tells you what time to be home I'm not listening to
1: you Totally, totally <laughs> But I love, I love that we're sitting down together finally yeah. We've been wanting to do this for a long time yep. I'm excited because you're working on some exciting work That I can't wait to share with my yeah. audience So we'll get to that But one of my first questions is If you told your 11 year old self that your life was going to be the way it is right now, the way it is now. Like, I know you've got a beautiful wife who's pregnant. She's like seven weeks away from expecting. You've built this business empire. You have incredible friends. Like, you know, you're friends with Tony, you're friends with so many other incredible people. If you told your 11-year-old self that that was going to be your reality, what would, have been, what would your 11-year-old self have said? You know, um, I,
0: of course, it would have seemed like an impossible dream. But I have to say on the other side, I had this, sometimes being young and a little naive is the greatest gift we can have. In fact, sometimes when older people come to me and, you know, they want to go to another level and they're stuck, I want them to go back to being more of a child when they didn't know limits, where the world didn't tell them no. So at 11 years old, uh, my parents had been divorced since I was three. And my mom at that phase was working about three jobs, not about, she was working three jobs, cut hair, uh, clean houses, and painted houses on the side. To make about 90 bucks a week. So she came home late every day. Her hands would hurt, her back would hurt. And I'm I know there's a long answer to a short story, but there was something I knew. And I wasn't the smartest kid. I had dyslexia. So reading was really, really difficult. I always felt embarrassed to read. But there was something inside of me that I just knew somehow, some way I'd find a way. And Again, we all just need something to push us sometimes. And mine was watching my mom struggle. I just remember thinking, I'm going to be rich. I didn't know what that meant at the time, but not because I wanted the fancy cars or the fancy house. I wanted my mom not to work anymore. And uh, so if you asked me at 11, like we all have two voices. We have the voice that says, you'll never do it. You're an imposter. You have to be smarter, richer, faster. And then we have the other voice that says, you can do anything. You're limitless. Um, If I would say both voices, one would have said, uh, maybe I'm going to be like my family and that would be a dream. I can't believe that could happen. But the other part of me, the one that said, there's nothing that could stop you. I would say, wow, I knew I'd be successful. I didn't know it would be like that. But, and I think that leads into some cool things for all of us. Sometimes we have pain and we try to avoid it. And I think sometimes it's better to just lean into the pain, right? I watched my mom come home like tired at nine o'clock at night and I wanted to play with her and I wanted to do things and she wouldn't. So I'm like, I'm fixing that. Right. So, uh, yeah. Long answer to a short,
1: no, short I love question. that. It's a great answer. Tell me about how you've learned and trained other people to think like a child again in that scenario, because you're saying that that naivety, that innocence is almost what's needed. Yeah. How have you kept that mindset? We were just talking about it as we went I know. through, like you were just saying to me, like, Jay, like, you know, it's amazing that we're, we're living in a way that like, we're still starting from scratch. Like how, how do you maintain that childlike mentality? Yeah, it's a, it's a really good question. The one thing is outside influences,
0: I feel like they're cumulative, right? And you don't know where you get them, right? You have a seventh grade teacher that says, you know, don't be a dreamer, or you can't read good enough, so you must be dumb, right? Or maybe you have a a ninth grade teacher who tells you you have limitless power, right? Those little things are cumulative, but I feel as a child, you haven't heard no, you have dreams. I mean, as a kid, you could pretend and have a friend and do all these great things, right? And then the world tells you to get real right? And then school t- kind of puts you in a, in a, in a path. And then you think you got to do what other people think are smart. Your parents might say, Hey, stop being a dreamer. It's not about a band. You're going to, you're going to get a job and you're gonna, and, and I think cumulatively, we hear outside influences we watch the news and we say oh my god this the, the presidency the the congress is it republican is it democrat is it should i be christian should i be muslim should and we have all these different things these outside influences and then we watch the horrific news and that's cumulative and i think you know friends in our lives that Uh, maybe they don't want to go for their full potential and that's okay. But because you want to, it makes them uncomfortable. And they say, Hey, Jay, come on, you're going to do videos and have hundreds of millions of people a week. Watch. Come on. It's too competitive. YouTube's got lots of people. You've never done this before. It takes money to make money. And I believe over time that it adds up to a certain point. It's cumulative, the news, your parents, your friends, the outside world. And all of a sudden that inner voice that tells you you can't gets just a little bit stronger than the voice that tells you you can. Mm. And then all of a sudden, five, 10 years go by and you're listening to a podcast like this saying, how do I start fresh? So going back is what if all those voices were wrong? Like there was a phase in my life where I I got lucky enough. I'd love to say I read a book or I had an epiphany, but there was a day that I just realized Mrs. Thompson in seventh grade was wrong. My parents, (laughs) we talked about our parents. I love my parents dearly but they struggle their whole life and and even to this day they don't work on their emotional intelligence and i love them this is not neg- being negative in any way that the way they raised me was meant for me and i love it but they got stuck in a certain error they got sucked at one point in their life. They got stuck in a certain mindset that just has lasted for 30 or 40 years. So I say, is what if we could go back and realize that your parents were wrong, possibly in certain areas, right? Your teachers may have been wrong, that we are limitless. That, I mean, again, I, I go so many different directions. So reel me back in, but I often think about being with my maker at the end of my life. Mm. And if I lived with that adult mindset of, I shouldn't, I shouldn't move compared to that childhood enthusiasm to just go for it, to play like you're 10 points down, to play like you have nothing to lose. I could imagine sitting with your maker. Imagine if your maker said, okay, Jay, I made you human. I put you on earth. Tell me what you did. Well, you know, until I was about 14, I thought I could do a lot of these things, but you know, God, I, I, you know, my parents said I should go to school. My friends said this, my friend. So I just, lived an okay life. Like I could picture our maker going, oh, please, not another one. I, I gave you all these gifts. Okay, I love you, next. Compared to saying I failed miserably. I tried, oh my God, did you, God, you were watching me. See all the dumb things I did? But those dumb things finally stumbled into the perfect relationship, stumbled into my passionate, you know, uh, career that I did. And I just think anything you can do to reinvigorate that childlike naiveness, um, you know, when you get to surround are we're, we're in here in Puerto Rico with some amazing people and you see it in all of them. Mm. They, they all have this sense that they can make something up and then make it real. Yeah. And if we could give that gift to more people, just keep making stuff up and then go have the nerve to make it real.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. No, I love that. And it's interesting because even the voice you were saying for me that you're hearing from outside, like you said, it's a voice you hear. Yeah. Like I remember the first time I got the option where someone said to me, Jay, you should just start a YouTube channel. And, and my response in my head was just like, that works for one in a million people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like I was like, that does not work for me. That works for like Justin Bieber. Like <laughs> yeah, that does yeah. not work for me. And that's genuinely what I said to myself. Yeah. And I thought to myself, but I had exhausted all options that I couldn't do anything else but start a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Like I'd got to that point <laughs> yeah. where what you're saying was like, you've just said no so many times, whereas now you've got to start saying yes to yeah. something because so many doors have been closed. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com forward slash Healthier Happens Together. CVS Pharmacy Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. I've always been on this mission to find things that really line up with what I care about for a healthier lifestyle. And that's when I discovered Laird Superfood. It felt like discovering a perfect match something that totally clicked with what I believe in and my goal for better health. One of their products that I absolutely love is their performance mushroom. They've collected some of the most powerful mushrooms in nature and brought them together in this amazing superfood blend. These different types of natural mushrooms, such as chaga, lion's mane, cordyceps, and maitake, are praised for their talent in fighting stress, supporting your immune system, and giving your brain a boost. Another one that I love is their daily prebiotic greens. Each serving is a complete mix of fruits and vegetables, Fixing a common problem which is that 90% of Americans don't get enough vegetables and 80% don't get enough fruit in their diets. They taste like a light citrus burst from real food such as pineapple, lemon oil and orange oil, fruit powders such as apple, no heavy sugars, syrups or stevia. These greens are 40% more affordable than other big brands. You can get a month's supply in a bag for your daily routine at home or grab the single serve sachets for when you're on the go. Check out lairdsuperfood.com and grab yours today. Use the code ONPURPOSE20 when you check out and score 20% off your first purchase. Tell me about that, because one thing that we've we just raised it, we've raised it outside, we're raising it here, and it fascinates me because it's true for everyone, no matter who you are. Why is it that we struggle to influence and be influenced by the people closest to us? Like family, why is that? that parents can't always influence their kids positively or that the other way why are we like for example like you're saying you could say the same thing as me to your kid <laughs> yeah. and they'll listen to it when i say or vice versa yeah. when i have kids i could say something they won't listen to me but, you but it, say. it's what? your
0: eyes and your british accent
1: that's, <laughs> it, that's that's no i'm
0: kidding no but why is that you know it's, it's a really great question and i think it's listen it, shiny object syndrome is not Mm. something they've been writing about forever. Like we're, we're looking for uh, fields of gold over the fence when it's right in front of us in so many ways. Mm. And what I, what I would believe is that we feel that we're we're always moving towards something more. We want to move towards something more. And I just think that people closest to us, we've been around them so much. That it becomes either a voice that we want to be the complete opposite. You and I talked about, we want to be in certain ways, mm-hmm. complete opposite of our parents when it came to relationships, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, and I think as t- I'm having a teenager, I have a 13 year old right now, and she's amazing. I love her to death, but I see her independence. And I think- the original operating equipment by God is designed around that age to pull away from the people you're closest to. So we, she can find her own voice. Mm. She can find who she is. So I think it's innate. I think it's mm. God designed original equipment of at a certain era, we pull away. And that's what, what everybody tells me that have older children than me is you'll lose a little bit of your kids. And I don't see it with my children. I'm so connected to them, but yeah. I could be wrong. Those of you with older kids are probably like, you have no idea what you're dealing <laughs> with, right? But. What everyone says is 13 to 14, they drift away to find themselves and they circle back around, around 23 to 25. Mm. And that's just, it's so consistent with so many people. And I think it's just that. I think that uh, we're, we're designed to find our own way. But I think even though we can't take advice with the people closest to us sometimes, then do what I did. Find, find similar advice from someone that you respect, you resonate with. That's why you're listening to this podcast or watching this, this show is because you listen to Jay and you should. He gives such valuable wisdom. So um, I don't know the definitive answer, but oh, I, I get to option. see it. I get to see it in my own daughter right now. She loves me to death, but I'll say certain things to her now. And she's like, dad, let me figure it out. Yeah. And I love that. It's also hard for me. It's like, no, but I've already been there, babe. But she doesn't want that. And I think sometimes, um, you know, when I watch her figure it out, and own, own, it sticks.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a beautiful answer. I wasn't yeah. looking for a definitive yeah, answer. Yeah. I wanted to hear what your take yeah. was as a father. Yeah. I remember one of my friends, he, literally like we'd be sitting, his wife, him, me and my wife. And he had a daughter. I think she was like two years old or something. And she's like playing over there in the corner <laughs> and they've got candles everywhere in their home. And she's like so close to this candle, and my instinct was like to go and help her. And they were like, "Nope." They were like, "Nope." <laughs> wow. Just let her be. I was like, "What?" <laughs> she's, she's, and they were like, "She will burn her hand, and she once. will learn." Yeah, <laughs> once. And I was like, "Wow." And, and they're they just, way stronger parents yeah, than me. <laughs> I mean, I could. I mean, but this kid has turned into like what I, what me and my wife call a jungle baby. Like she's she's happy to like run under wood and trees and yeah. hang off stuff because she just has this. She's built up this fearlessness from being given that space. I'm not, I'm not recommending that no, as a yeah, parenting yeah, tip yeah, or anything. Yeah. Like, do not advocate that. I'm just sharing the point that, that Dean's missing. So, Dean, tell me about like a lot of people listening to me right now and listening to us right now on this podcast will be thinking, Dean, I have a passion. I want to build a business. I want to understand how to maybe just start a side hustle. Like I'm really engaged in wanting to live a life that's more on my terms that is yeah. freedom and you talk about freedom a lot yep. tell us about the starting point of that journey when someone's literally at a point of like i'm not satisfied with my job i'm not sure that's mm-hmm. working you know i'm I'm not really sure that this career line has something for me where does someone go from that kind of space that's full of confusion anxiety yeah. stress and pressure which really you've been which you've coached people through a, you know yeah. a bazillion times
0: you know <laughs> There's, when I get that question asked, um, there's two ways, right? There's a tactical approach, right? Um, But tactics never work. And you know this, it's why you've dedicated your life to it. Tactics never work if the mindset is off, right? Mm. You might see the greatest opportunity in the world. In fact, some people listening right now had other opportunities and their mindset got in the way. And then they had regret after missing the opportunity, right? Mm. Um, So I would say on on a big scale, if you look at mindset as, 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 Like a top of a funnel, the wide part of the funnel is deciding what your life will look like. Like, again, if you're listening to Jay, you already know this, but when's the last time you said, if it was a year from today and it was the greatest year of my life, I started this business or I started this side thing, or I'm making more impact on the world. You have to define what that would look like more detailed than you think. So let's say it's a year from now, Joe, Jay and I are doing an anniversary show and you're like, wow, this was the greatest year of my life in my new business. What does that look like? And I just know this because I'm even around, I get to spend time with some amazing people and I get to be around thousands of my, my, my family, my team, my students. And when I ask that question, if it was a year from now and it was the best year of Dean, I want to start a business. Okay. And I'll hit them real quick. Okay. It was a year from now was the best year of your life because of this new business you started. What's it look like? And most people say, wow, that's a really good question (laughs) now. But if I say, if it was a year from now and you were doing things you didn't want, what would it be? And an immediate, in a moment they'll go, Oh, I wouldn't be in this job because it pays me money, but my heart's not filled. I'm not living my true purpose. But if I flip it on what you actually want, again, we hear this, we've been hearing it since we were little. You said your dad used to read stuff that you, like Mm -hmm. we hear it, but to make it ingrained in your soul, I think the first thing is design what a year from now will look like in five years, because a year is going to go by faster. I mean, a year goes by like this, right? Mm -hmm. And a year is going to go by no matter what. So I would say first is think about what does that look like? It's a year from now. It's a great year. Write it down. And then my prescription would be to look at it every day. A lot of times people create a goal. uh, They'll pray on it quarterly. They'll pray on it once a month. I feel for something to change. You have to look at it so much that you're disturbed by your own inaction. Mm. And I do that to myself. I I still like, we were talking about, I still like to play like I'm 10 points down. And I know you have that same mindset. You're coming out with a book. I can't wait. I'm going to promote the heck out of it for (laughs) you. But you're going after it because you know that book could transform people's lives. You're going to push that in every way possible because you have a vision of where you want to be in a year from now. Mm. If you just thought, Hey, I want to sell some books. It's not the same. Right? So the first thing is have a, have a compelling future, write it down, understand what it is and stare at it every day. And then this might sound from that, uh, like foo-foo advice from someone who's have a level of success in their life. And I do, and I feel blessed for that, but I had lots of years that it wasn't is you really have to align with something that you could see yourself doing for 10 years. Because I know in my uh being broke and I lived in a trailer park as a kid and and my mom struggled, I in my 20s especially Jay, I compromised like who I was to make money. Like mm-hmm. not terrible things, I didn't sell drugs or do anything bad, mm-hmm. but I did things that weren't in alignment with me and it felt so heavy and even when the money started coming in I didn't become a better person. I didn't grow. And I realize now that the people I see that are, look at you, you're so in alignment with what you do. The byproduct is you're making more money, you're growing, you're impacting lives, but on a daily basis, you love what you do. So the second thing I would do is figure out what it is that really lights you up and then do a hell of a lot of research to see, could I take what I'm passionate about and actually make it into an income. And if it took you six months to research people, to model other people, to get a course, to get into a workshop, to to be mentored by somebody, would that six months, what could that do for the rest of your life? You know, um, there was a, a a guy, I'll think of his name uh, in a second, um, Kekic, David Kekic. Um, he was paralyzed jogging, got hit by a car, paralyzed from the neck down, and he had these Kekic credos. And one of them I'll always remember was living the hard way is easy, and living the easy way is hard. (laughs) And the way I equated that into my head, when I started my own business, I was scared to death, just like some of you right now, I was fearful. My family told me I was nuts. My sister drove up from Virginia where she lived to sit me down with an intervention to tell me, stop dreaming. Like I had to overcome that. I had to work more hours than anybody else. I had to stress some nights, wake up in the middle of the night and say, can I really do this? I'm running out of money and people don't believe in me and I'm not sure what to do and reading books and trying to figure it out. That was hard. But life is easier for me now. I can be a full-time dad. I pick my kids up from school every day. I coach Little League. I coach softball. I get to be a good husband to my amazing wife. I get to come to an event like this and share and, and unite and become better friends with people like you. It's because I put the hard time in when a lot of my friends were partying and having fun, and, and that's okay, right? It it's It's as simple as, it's really easy to eat fast food in McDonald's and sit on the couch. That's easy to do, but it's really hard when you're 55 and you have diabetes and you're a bad example for your kids. It's really easy to be unfaithful. It's really easy to check out other people or do things that aren't right now, but it's really hard going through an ugly divorce mm-hmm. and watching your kids being separated. So I'm not trying to get overly deep here. I'm just no, saying, deep. I I'm like just saying. <laughs> live a little bit harder today, make sacrifices, bring back that childhood enthusiasm, take steps that your friends and family think are crazy, model people, find something you're passionate about and spend the next two years going all after it. Burn the boats because the byproduct is you're going to work anyway. You're going to be stressed anyway. Life is going to throw you obstacles anyway. You might as well be doing it towards something that fills your soul. 100%.
1: So well said, man. That was beautiful. I love that. And it all started off with the seed that you said of disturbed by your own inaction. Like I'm just, I'm going to keep saying that to myself. Like that is such a powerful statement because I often think we get even more paralyzed by our own inaction, but we almost have to be disturbed by it first because that's going to actually push us into it. And I, I think what one of the mindsets, which I know you're challenging everyone here on, and I see you do it very, you do it in a beautiful way and I, I appreciate you doing it. And we talked about it last night and you mentioned it just now that this money pain, the, the pain around money. So there's two extremes, what you said. One extreme is you think money is everything. Yeah, Like when you were saying in your 20s, you made a lot of mistakes, you were doing things out of alignment. I see that as one way people live. Money is everything. Like yes. I've got to have the cars. I've got to have the homes. I've got to yeah. have the men or the women or whatever it is. And then the other option is, well, money's, money's nothing. Bad. Yeah, money's bad. Or money's bad. bad. Yeah, money's bad. It's evil. Only bad people have money. You have to manipulate people to have money. You have to stab people in the back to have money. You have to lie, cheat. Tell us about the root of those mindsets and how you've been able to create, yeah. cultivate, and find methods that are actually purpose-related and progressive.
0: Yeah, so- I- I have, a I have really, uh, deep thoughts on that because I watch people fight that like to me, money would be like, if you were at a therapy session and your therapist was on one couch, money was in another and you were in another. And the therapist was trying to, uh, build a relationship between you and money. You'd say, I hate it. I don't want to have to go make it. I don't ever want to sell anything. I don't want to do it but how's your life going? Oh, I'm worrying about the bills and I don't like what I'm doing for a living and I can't help my parents and they're struggling terrible and I don't have any money for my future. It's like, well, wait, you just said you hated it, but now you're telling me you want it. So do you want to date money or do you want to break up with money? So it's this Mm, really difficult, it's such a difficult relationship. And I, I think- I think the best person that ever uh, shared this with me is I was lucky enough to spend a week with Richard Branson on his island. And it was because it wasn't because I was cool back then. It was a long <laughs> time ago and I didn't he wasn't my best friend. I didn't have him on speed dial. It's because he had a really great charity called Virgin Unite and he paid 100% of the bills. And I knew if I donated to that charity, um, it all went to people in need. So I got some friends together and another buddy of mine and we raised a million dollars. And for that, we got invited to his Island. Amazing. And then I got, up, I get up really earlier. I'm a five o'clock guy and he saw me and he said, Hey, tomorrow, do you want to sail around the Island with me? I was like, nah, I was of course. You know? <laughs> so, so, um, 5am I meet him and we sail around the Island and I asked him a similar question about money. I feel like I should be doing more. And what he said to me, and it really put it in a perspective. He said, um, you have a gift and you have a gift on how to make money and you're impacting lives. And he had seen one of my books, which was so cool. He said, I saw your book and I see the way you speak on video. He said, you have a gift. So here's what I think. Go out and make as much money as you can because that's your God given gift and then do what you want with it. Give it all away. If you want, he goes, here's what I think. You said you want to put more time into helping people. He said, some people are meant to put the time in, but would it be better for you to go to a soup kitchen and work there all week, which would be great to see it, Or would it be better for you to work in your unique ability and go to that same soup kitchen and hand the owner $50,000 so you could help feed more people? He goes, when I had that realization, I realized I'm going to go out and make as much as I can, but I'm going to give most of it away. And it kind of just shifted me from, I was already there, but it shifted me to another level. And I think people don't realize the impact they can make. When people say money's evil, I said, you haven't given enough away yet. You haven't given enough away yet because I got to retire my parents. By the time I was 27, my mom, who I worried so much about, she hasn't worked a day since she was 27 years old. I send her a check. She's still alive. She's amazing. She's 77 years old. I buy her a new car every two years. I send her a check. I do the same thing with my dad. That's not bragging. That's, that's my soul. That's my heart. We, this year we, we fed six million people through Feeding America. Like we get to do these cool things while well, simultaneously though, on my perspective, I get to employ a hundred people. I, I know that my children are going to be safe, not spoiled, not trust fund kids, but I know they're safe no matter what happens. And that peace of mind allows me to say, I want to be in control of my life. I can do a great balance. I get to serve other people. And, and that's why I also said, if you can equate that to things that make an impact, like, I'm blessed, so are you. And, and some of the things Tony Robbins and I are doing, when you have the ability to help other people impact other people's lives and then create revenue, wow. You know, it's a, it's a whole new uh, desire.
1: Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Atna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. I've always been on this mission to find things that really line up with what I care about for a healthier lifestyle. And that's when I discovered lead Superfoods. It felt like discovering a perfect match, something that totally clicked with what I believe in and my goal for better health. One of their products that I absolutely love is their performance mushroom. They've collected some of the most powerful mushrooms in nature and brought them together in this amazing superfood blend. These different types of natural mushrooms, such as chaga, lion's mane, cordyceps, and maitake, are praised for their talent in fighting stress, supporting your immune system, and giving your brain a boost. Another one that I love is their daily prebiotic greens. Each serving is a complete mix of fruits and vegetables fixing a common problem which is that 90% of Americans don't get enough vegetables and 80% don't get enough fruit in their diets. They taste like a light citrus burst from real food such as pineapple, lemon oil and orange oil, fruit powders such as apple, no heavy sugars, syrups or stevia. These greens are 40% more affordable than other big brands. You can get a month's supply in a bag for your daily routine at home or grab the single serve sachets for when you're on the go. Check out lairdsuperfood.com and grab yours today. Use the code ONPURPOSE20 when you check out and score 20% off your first purchase. Hi, we're brought to you today by IKEA. No matter if you live in a three-bedroom house or a tiny apartment, we all have mess in one form or another, and it takes over if you let it. Overcoming mess can feel like an impossible task. Who has time and money for that? But the good news is IKEA has easy and affordable solves for any kind of clutter. Got that chair that seems to collect all your clothes? There's a wardrobe organizer for that. Got a monstrous mess under your bed? No problem. That's what underbed storage is for. How about that one drawer that seems to have everything and nothing in it at the same time? Nothing one of their many versatile drawer organizers can't solve. IKEA makes storage solutions that are within reach. Solutions that work for spaces of every size and shape and for any budget. So you can confidently face mess head on and start enjoying every last inch of your home. Visit IKEA to explore more affordable storage today. You can't afford mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable. So we were walking last (laughs) night with our wives and... Dean told me this epic story. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's true. He doesn't know if it's true, but I like the story. Yeah, so it's, it's so we're going say. to tell it. And, and this is what I like about what we're doing right now. Like, so, you know, today when we're hanging out with Dean, Brendan, and a few other people as well, it's just been like this. I, I always, I really admire people and for a long time have found the most endearing quality to be humility. Yeah. And I, I find that more oh, priceless and rare than any jewel in, in people. And it's the thing I admire and respect the most. And I believe the greatest reflection, like if you're like, Jay, humility, what does that mean? Like, does it mean like you don't, it, this is what I mean by it. Like, humility is characterized by the desire for collaboration, like being wow. okay I love that definition. with wanting to serve together, yeah. not wanting to serve with myself, building an island is completely the opposite yeah. of humility. Yeah. It's just about me. I'm doing it all. Yeah, and you when, watch that here. I mean, everybody can't wait to help, help each other, right? Yeah, and, and and that's what you were talking about, and like that that feeling. So with that, I'm going to ask yeah, you to yeah. share this story and the difference and then the work that you're doing. That yeah, really-
0: I mean, and, and there's amazing people here from yeah. Prince EA to... Trent Shelton. I mean, everybody's yeah. this little group, and we're all so, shit. Yeah,
1: Russell, Brunson, Russell Brunson, Dave, House, Hullis, Luke, Bilyeu, Dave Hollis, Tom Bellu, Dave like, Hollis. Like it's a great crew of people. And
0: could you imagine? We're all in a similar field, and we can't wait to go around the table. And collaborate and solve each other's problems and share what our gifts are. There's things that you do way better than me. And there's things I do better than you. Unfair. You and I get together. We both rise. And that's why, you know, the, again, we'll talk about this. Why this self education is becoming this thing because how much better off will we all be when we leave here this weekend? Oh, right. Huge. And, and look at the bond we have. Yeah. I, I'm coming to your house to eat vegan. I'm yeah, just telling yeah, you, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's happening because like it. we oh. can't find good vegan yeah. food. Yeah. That's <laughs> why it's so hard to make it stick. Um, so. Let's just take that as we have people in a similar world all here collaborating, sharing, and pulling back the curtain on our greatest secrets. That's collaboration. So uh, my wife and I got married in uh, Lake Cuomo uh, last year, and we took a boat ride around Lake Cuomo. And our <clears throat> our pilot, uh, not pilot, our boat captain takes us to this beautiful old old house on the edge of the cliff with a stream running through it. So if you could imagine edge of the water, a house that looks fifteen stories high of rock built probably multiple 500 years, maybe five, 700 years ago, and a stream running down through the center of it. Um, And they told the story of Leonardo da Vinci that he used to paint there, but more than paint, he used to invite the competition that he disliked the most. Okay. Now this is the story from a boat captain (laughs) have no idea if it's real, but they said he would take and wine and dine them and they would have an amazing night. And then there'd be a certain point in the floor where he'd say, stand here and you can see my new painting. No, move over a little bit. And they'd get to a certain part in the floor. He would pull a lever. The floor would open up and it would drop them down four or five stories into spinning blades, chop them up and spit them out into Lake Cuomo. I
1: love
0: it. it. I've heard it three times now in the last 12 hours. It's like everybody's, my family, I had my daughter and my son and my wife on the boat. And we're just like, our jaws are down. It's like, don't know if it's true, but it's the complete opposite of collaboration, of, of humility, yeah. right? Um, so, but what's great is uh, Randy Garn, who's here, went on a different boat and they told him the same story. So <laughs> it's either a great le- urban
1: legend yeah. or just shows the opposite of humility. Yeah, totally. And it's a great story just to show just the mindset that we don't want. And what you talk about, like, you know, millionaire success habits yeah. and- when you look into habits of high-performing, successful, wealthy people, they're not acting in that way. They're not. They're not acting in that scarcity mindset. They're not acting in that defeat my competition, beat my competition mindset.
0: and, And the other thing too is if you, everybody listening, like really take this into consideration. Feeling alone is a really common trait of someone who wants more. Mm. whether you consider yourself an entrepreneur or just someone who wants more success in your life. Some entrepreneurs gotten a little weird name in the last few years. So whether you want to call yourself that or not, um, doesn't it feel really lonely when maybe all your friends are going off to college and you want to start your own thing or you're way past that and you're in your own thing and you go to the PTA meeting and everybody's talking about their nine to five and you're talking about this vision you have that you want to make something up, make it real entrepreneurs feel alone. People who want another success. I know I felt alone a lot in my thoughts and in my life and in front of my teachers and my guidance counselors, I just seem like the oddball What he's a broke kid who lives in a trailer park with dyslexia. You're not going to college. Oh, when you're going to be successful and take care of your mom. <laughs> that's so cute. Little Dean. Okay. I'll, I'll see you. Uh, you know, when you're drinking your six pack, kicking your dog, like that's yeah, how I felt yeah, yeah. that they were looking at me. Right. So collaboration is not only humility when you don't feel alone. It's it's this empowering piece. Like when you come here, think of how our lives will change just from us meeting, just mm-hmm. from somebody else you met here, right? Mm-hmm. I want to help you with your book launch. You're helping me with things. I, like that collaboration is so awesome. But the bigger pro- byproduct is, is when you realize you're not crazy, mm-hmm. when you realize that your inner uh, goals and ambitions are could be actualized. And I yeah. think that's what groups and training and masterminds. And I think that does, I think that's the biggest byproduct no one sees because everybody here will be leaving with bigger goals. Yeah. Right or wrong? Huge. Did you step up your goals Huge. since you've been 100%, here? Like, 100%. you think I'm going to sell a million books, impact a million lives. No, I want to impact 10 million lives now yeah. because I got this tribe helping me. Totally. But it's not it's not just us. This is available for the whole world. That's why meetup groups are growing Mm -hmm. and, and workshops are growing and online communities are growing. And you you go to a Facebook community, there's a half a million people. And it's like, this is where you get to bond and grow.
1: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Tell me about the darkest moment in your life and why self-education was your savior. Yeah. Wow. Really good question. Yeah. Like why self-education was the difference maker in that lowest dark, in however way you define. Um,
0: had some pretty dark moments as a kid. Um, but I would say that the darkest moment of my life, my parents split when I was three, no different than so many people listening. And some people's parents didn't split and they should have, you know, there's just a million different uh, things, but, um, their split was so, um, I want to use a really pipe word. It was disturbing. It was, um, violent. It was ugly. It was so bad that I never wanted to do that to my children. And about six years ago, I knew five years ago, I knew that I was going to go through a divorce. Mm -hmm. And four years ago, I knew there was no five years ago. I knew there was no way out of it. And my ex and I found a way to be great friends and co-parents. I lived in a different room for a couple of years, but I had this inner child that was so fearful of divorce that the thought of leaving and not being there every morning for my kids, I, I don't know how to, like I, I did all these years of all this self-work and thought I pushed the abuse and all the things in my childhood were gone. I thought I purged them out. I wasn't holding on to them, but they all came back that I was doing this to my kids. I was going to do them what my dad did to me. And it was the first time in my life I could not control my anxiety. It was, a, I don't even take an aspirin. I was taking Xanax twice a week just so I could sleep two nights a week. Cause I stayed up all night thinking, they're going to dislike me, all the work I put in. I love my kids so much. I'm going to miss them. Summer vacations, it's going to be split in half, Christmases, holidays. And it was like, I just went through this this downward cycle. And, and thankfully I have friends like Tony Robbins and Dr. Daniel Amen and Brendan and all these great people love giving that. me the support. Mm-hmm. And the, the fact of the matter is I couldn't spin out of it, but uh, immediately, but when it was the hardest, it was when I was trying to get through it on my own. I was trying to figure out and I couldn't find a path out. And then I connected with a a dear friend of mine, her name's Annie Love, and she is um, an amazing love coach. And I started self-education. I chose her to coach me every day on how to find compassion and love through this Mm -hmm. because I I realized at a certain point, and and I'm not going to go too deep on this because I don't want to digress too much, but we've all been through situations. I realized there was a certain point, the only way this would be okay to solve all those problems, fighting maybe with my ex, worrying about money with my ex. I own 13 companies. The complexity was difficult, right? Um, fighting with my ex or her talking bad to the kids if she was upset. I realized what solves all that is replacing every emotion with compassion. Mm-hmm. If I just love her through it, no matter what happens, you want more money? Fine. I don't care. Take it. You want, yeah. and I made her this promise of 10 things that I would do. And I promised her I would never talk bad about her no matter what. I would be on her side with the kids. If I brought someone new in my life, we would all be friends. We would communicate. I just made this promise of 10 things, but then I needed help through it. The self-education was a counselor once a week. I, I bought a course on how to do a child centered divorce and I devoured that course. I went and saw Tony probably every other week. And luckily I got Tony, but I could watch his videos. I watched podcasts. I listened to your stuff. no exaggeration. I devoured self-education everywhere. I could, anything that could bring me out of this funk so I could focus on that solution. I figured out and it worked. I went and saw Daniel Abin and and sat in his chair and listened to him. So, um, it's not just a, it's not just something I talk about. It's a, it's a way of life. And, yeah. and the thing is self-education saved my life because I didn't go the traditional route and I learned from other people. And how cool was it to go back to that on a personal matter? I mean, it was the, um, it truly was the darkest time of my life, but on the opposite side of that, you get to see the other side. I transitioned out of that. My ex and I are best. They're not best, but really good friends. My kids are thriving. my I'm married again. I'm having another baby. My kids love my wife. Yeah, she's um, awesome. Yeah. She, they love her, like not kind of love her. It's like they have this bonus mom. Um, you know, on Mother's Day, my wife is taking my kids shopping for their real mom. Oh,
1: wow. Right?
0: You know, yeah. so, That's but sure. it took, I the truth of the matter is, Jay, I never could have got through that without really obsessing and learning from other people mm. that had a better path than me.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and now you're doing that back because I mean you've written tons of books, yep. you've launched courses, you've yeah. done coaching, and now you and Tony have teamed up. Yeah. And which is amazing. You, yeah, which is awesome to see by the way. Again, collaboration. I love yeah. it. I love seeing it when when you first reached out and told me about this. I was super pumped because I was like, "Oh, it's so cool to see, you know, giants in this space coming together to serve." And you've created what you believe is everything you wish you would have known. Yeah, when exactly. you started yeah. in this space, yeah, and tell tell us about why this creation together was so important and why your hearts. Because every time I've seen you both talk about it, it's like you're just like this is what was missing for us. Like yeah. this is what we, you know. This is what we were lacking. So
0: I, here's the truth. Yeah, I didn't know what the term self education was in high school when I was young. I just didn't. I just knew. I, I didn't know. I wasn't that. going to college. I wasn't smart enough. My parents didn't really have money, and my dad wanted me to work. And so there was just no option. So, you know, it was in my head, my guidance counselor friends were like, "Oh no college. Oh, then just fix cars with your dad or go work at a factory. Like there was nothing in between. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is I knew there was more and I was hustling, doing a lot of it on my own. And by the time I was in my mid twenties, I was doing really well for myself. I had an auto sales, an auto collision shop. I drove, I had tow trucks where I drove at night. I was buying real estate with no money down. Like I was, I was hustling, but I was doing it in a really heavy way. And probably at 25 years old, it was the first time I got introduced to self-education because it was before podcasts yeah. or before Instagram. social media. Yeah, yeah before yeah. social media. I saw Tony Robbins on an infomercial late at night. And I just believed him. Like he just, you know, if you don't remember the first yeah. time you listened to that voice yeah. and he's talking, it was like, he was vibrating in my soul. I bought everything. My dad told me to get a refund. I was dumb. He's like, Dude, I have a bridge I could sell you. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And I got it. And when I listened to that, I just couldn't believe it, Jay. I was like, wow, like- I've been waiting my whole life. I mean, there's this, this is other way I could learn through my own trial and error or traditional school, or I could learn from someone who's already been there. I'm going to choose to learn from somebody who's already been there. And then he introduced me to Deepak Chopra and Wayne Dyer and Eckhart Tolle and, and Jim Rohn and Dale Carnegie and Earl Nightingale. And I just started going down this path. And I remember everything I absorbed. I'm like how come everyone doesn't know this? And within two years of getting Tony's course, I did my first infomercial and my first product because I was so hooked. Like I can take what I figured out. My, I went through challenges. I came out on the other side. Let me teach people how to not go through those challenges. Or I learned how to make more money. Let me show people how to do that. So I launched that infomercial. Um, and I wrote in my journal back then someday I wanted to meet Tony and (laughs) someone introduced us about 10 years ago. We've been best friends ever since, but Tony's story is very similar. It's why we bonded so much. Jim Rohn saved his life. Mm -hmm. He was living in a car. Mm -hmm. He took two weeks worth of pay and he gave it to Jim Rohn, went to an event. As as he says, life would never be the same. He got obsessed and read a book a week for two years straight. Um, So self-education is the foundation of our lives. I went into real estate and did really well for myself. My first, you know, whatever, fortune or first foundation of success, I'll put, that's easier said, (laughs) um, came from real estate. Yeah but I realized it never would have worked without the self-education. So we got together as friends 10 years ago and two years ago, we decided this is what the world needs. We need to create a process where everybody can extract what they know, extract their experiences, extract a skill, a hobby, a passion in a methodical way And then share it with people to make impact and create success in their life. And we just decided, let's do this. I mean, who better than us? We got 64 years in this space between us, Mm -hmm. which sounds crazy. I always remind him he's got way more time than me. (laughs) He's 40. I'm like 24 years. Yeah. and we got together and said let's do this let's create a process and last year we went live and it was unbelievable we had yeah. two hundred twenty thousand people show up we did this incredible Amazing. training and we're doing it again this year and we're yeah. really excited
1: yeah and i'd love i'd love for everyone who's listening and watching today to be able to take part and find out about it yeah
0: i, if, I think my team uh, got a url for you if you go to jskbb.com okay jayskbb.com, there's just a quick page with tony and i where you register and reserve All your right. spot so reserve your spot and then put it in your phone so you don't miss it the, legit we go live once a year. So if you come back the next day, you miss the energy of the live. And what we're going to show is what we did last year is just how to, how to do something that can be really impactful in the world. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we all want deep down. I was just at our mutual friend, Rachel Hollis's event. And I, I asked all the girls in the audience, I said, at the end of your life, you could do one or two things. You could have massive amounts of success and abundance, Or you could make a massive impact on the world. Mm -hmm. Who would choose just success or money, whatever you want? And no one raised their hand. I said, who would choose impact? A hundred percent of the women, 8,000 women. I said, how would you like the opportunity to do both? Mm -hmm. And they all cheered. And and that's what Tony and I are going to show on this live training. So if anything I said today intrigues you, if you love Tony, like I do, if you got anything of value today, it'd be fun to stop by and watch us
1: live. hundred percent. Yeah. And I think, I think the whole point of all of this is just, Most of us don't know when that moment's going to come for us, but we want to, we want to scale up the opportunity to have that moment, right? Like we all need constant reminders and we need to hear it in different voices. We need to hear it being said in different languages, like open and exposed. Like if I was you, I'd be going there, right? Like if I was, if I was (laughs) listening right now, I'm going to turn out, right? Because it's like, you just don't know what's going to click. It's a true story. You just don't know what's going to click and we don't turn up in enough places for it to click quicker. And then like 10 years from now, you'll be going, oh, if I went to that, maybe I would have realized it seven years ago. And I could have got going. Yeah. And so for me, yeah, make sure you go check out jskbb.com. Yep. Perfect, yeah. that's it, as simple as that. So make sure you go check it out if you're listening or watching right now uh, to dive into that live energy. And I, I agree with that live energy. I go live with my membership community I know every do. week. I know you do. And I love it because it's live. So yeah, definitely go check out the live. Don't watch the replay. If you, I mean, if you have to, then you have to. But <laughs> yeah. go, 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 check it out and sign up. I'd love for you to check it out. It will genuinely, uh, my few moments with Dean- uh today, yesterday, the conversations we've had, like I said, warmth. And I trust warmth. Yeah. Like there's something in warmth that is better than being impressed by someone or admiring someone. It's a it, warmth is a very special feeling. And and Dean is, you know, very collaborative. Dean is very giving. He's got a wonderful open heart. We've only scratched the surface on his story today. Yeah. And so I would highly recommend, I would highly recommend uh, Millionaire Success Habits. Is there anywhere else that people should go and check you out to learn more about you, Dean, if Uh, they're fascinated today?
0: If you're on social media, Instagram, because I started doing- Facebook stories every day and we've been growing like crazy. We just, you know, for Boy. you it's a little bit we I kind of ignored social media for a long time yeah. because I was so into all my other uh, you know, pieces of businesses, thirteen different companies. But we've been flying, we just passed a million followers nice last dude. week and it's Congrats. going so fast. It's incredible. So man. I think it's because we go I do a story. So check it out at yeah. Dean Graziosi, but uh try to join us live. It's a pretty spectacular yeah, yeah, thing. And Jay, I wanna tell you something. Um There's a quote I heard. I didn't make this up. So I I like to say this isn't mine, but I heard, be careful when you meet your heroes and you have been an influence in my kid's life because I've been there. And sometimes you watch somebody and I want to tell you in my experience, I'm a little bit older than you. I've been in this space for a long time. I'd see somebody that I admire, hero, admire, role model, and I get the chance to meet them and I'm disappointed. And that's happened a lot in my life. Someone's talking about love and I watch them yelling at their wife. They're talking about time management and they're late to their live event, right? It's just, it sounds crazy. Uh, my wife and I were going to bed last night talking about you and your wife and you truly are the same person on camera as you do, as you are off camera and you deserve all the impact that you're making, you deserve the success you have. And uh, I'm here to support you. And keep up the good work, man. I appreciate
1: that. I appreciate that. I'm hoping, same back, I'm hoping everyone who's listening and watching does go turn up for the live because like I said, I'm going to turn up and I think it's going to be super exciting. People are going to have their minds blown. Like you said, 64 years. Yeah, You know, I, I respect time and I respect maturity. And I had one of my mentors, he would always repeat to me, and I, I can't remember who he would quote, but he would always just say, there's no substitute for maturity. <laughs> That's there's critter. no substitute for maturity. And it's like, you can think you're as advanced as you think you are. And when you hear someone who's been around, done it longer, there is so much wisdom in that. So I'm all all in to learn from both of you. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you, this dude. was great. Thank you so much. Yeah, this was awesome. Oh wait, wait, wait! We end every interview the final five that I have okay, not let's asked do it. yet. So this <laughs> is final five rapid fire. You have to answer in one word or one sentence maximum. Got it. No more than that. All right, Especially let's do it. today because we have we're late for We're being the bad boys right now because yeah. we're late for a session. Okay. Question number one: The number one mentor. And it doesn't have to be a figure. It can be anyone. One mentor that has had the biggest impact in your life. My grandmother, Carmelo Post. Because I'm going to add, that's addition to the question. Why? Um,
0: Because she was the one, when my parents split when I was three, I kind of landed on her door. And every day she told me two things. One, I was beautiful. So that was cool or gorgeous. You are. And secondly, no, I don't know about that, but she thought so. But the second thing, she was the one who told me every day I could do whatever I want. Don't listen to anyone. And that's a woman who had a seventh grade education.
1: I love that. Okay. Second question. What's the best advice you've ever received?
0: Best advice I've ever seen is honestly from my buddy, Tony, is life happens
1: for us, not to us. And
0: and I've thought about it before, but that one sentence crystallizes
1: everything. It does. Yeah. It encapsulates a lot. Third, uh, Third question. What's the worst advice you've ever received? worst advice i'd ever receive play it safe. Oh, nice. That's a good answer. I like that. All right, question number 4. Uh, what's the one thing you're most excited about this year? I think I know what it is. Having a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Why
0: love of my you, life. She's what? the love of my life. My my yeah. wife and and the reason I want to say this, I didn't find someone else who made me whole getting out of my last relationship, I realized where I wasn't whole. And I worked on myself for a whole year so I could attract the right woman. It wasn't just found somebody perfect. I knew I had to step up as a man and uh, I stepped up as a man, became a better version of myself. And I
1: found my soulmate. I love it. And fifth and final question, if you could set a daily practice for everyone who's listening and watching to do it, if it was like you had to pass it like a law, like for the next- However many days are left. I know this one. In 2020, what would be that daily practice?
0: Okay, wake up and do not look at your phone first. <laughs> I love it. Secondly, uh, secondly, just take 30 seconds of gratitude. Like it could be gratitude that it's raining out, not raining or the pillow was comfortable. Then uh, think of one win from the day before and one win you'd like to achieve in that day. It all takes five minutes and that puts you in an offensive mood for the day rather than defense.
1: I love it. Perfect. Thank you, dude. You got it, brother. Thanks so much. Awesome. Perfect. That was great. Thank oh, you, guys. That was awesome. That was great. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through.